0: The Penguin Cafe Orchestra. Music from the Penguin Cafe. On the line, I got Rob. From the Penguin Cafe. And Ben. Milk. (laughs) Music from the Penguin Cafe was the first album by the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. It was released in 1976 on the Obscure record label. Uh, It was produced by Simon Jeffries and Steve Nile. And. The genre is instrumental folk, and I'm going to read from All Music Review, David Connolly. Pegging Penguin Cafe Orchestra's sound has always proved problematic. The brainchild of multi-instrumentalist Simon Jeffries' Penguin Cafe's debut was released under the impter of executive producer Brian Eno, who had taken the onus of bringing like-minded minimalists, but where the work of those artists deemed to be taken seriously, Jeffries and company almost defy you to take their music seriously. Penguins Cafe single and the in a Sydney motel are playful pieces constructed to sound non musical, aided by Jeffrey's eclectic instrumentation, uh, e.g., the ukulele, which effectively undermines the serious sounds of cello and violin. It's not all light fair. Surface tension sounds like Eno at his most morose coronation could have come from the ice queen herself, Nico. If there's a knock on music from the Penguin Cafe, it's that Jeffrey merely teases listeners with his charm. On the second side, the Penguin Cafe orchestra traverses artier terrain with little of the original humor. As a result, music from the Penguin Cafe tugs from two very different directions, the avant-garde and the innocent. Listeners are trained to save room for the sweet stuff at the end by placing it at the beginning. Most listeners won't have the appetite for the heavy courses that follow mind you the penguin cafe orchestra are no laughing matter but heavy artists abound and musicians with a sense of humor about their art their cherished oddities music from the penguin cafe shows restraint their eponymous second album is pure indulgence reward yourself with their second album first and purchase their first album second all right what do we think of Music from the Penguin Cafe. <laughs>
1: Wait, is this their first album? This
0: is their first this album. Is their first
1: album. So, so the reviewer just told us to listen to the second one first and then go back to this one? Yeah.
2: Well, I, d- I didn't do that. I didn't <laughs> no. do that either. <laughs> no. but, but, I, but I
1: fucking loved this record. Yeah. Awesome.
2: Yeah, it, it, out of left field for me. I'd never heard of these guys. Me neither. No. Instrumental folk, you say?
0: Sometimes. That's- yeah, that's what it's called. I think it's hard to pin down what this would what this type of music would be, right? Cuz you can't It's not necessarily classical, but
2: it reminds me almost like it reminds me of like a like parts of it remind me of like a Mark Mothersbaugh film score.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: get that. And also I got a lot of residents as well. Okay, oh, yeah.
0: Interesting. I yeah. If, if we're going to name a uh, Reminds us of, I guess I could say things like Sufjan Stevens,
1: uh, every single
0: band on the elephant six, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Olivia tremor control, new pornographers, iron and wine. Uh, I mean, there's, there's something about this album that really resonated, I think with artists, uh, musicians who were traversing the rock pop spectrum in the early two thousands, that sort of Sufjan Stevens where, when he would play something like a banjo, it would sound more classical or folky. And they're doing sort of a similar thing here. They're presenting this classical music, but with a rubber band and a ukulele. So it sounds uh, sounds strange. Sounds like they invented their instruments where, yeah, I think you get with the residents.
1: Yeah and the the uh song that was just in their ears there uh it, speaking of uh folk it 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 is it, it's basically just the breakdown from Trans-Metropolitan by the Pogues um or it's the po- the Pogues is just doing that yeah it, it's it, it's <laughs> the same same weird turnarounds and then uh yeah in a uh in a Sydney hotel sounds just like uh some of the earlier uh Eno stuff <laughs> like on a, Absolutely on uh well here come the worm jets
2: so what is zopf is that is zopf a band within a band i am not familiar with zopf on the reissue of this album from 87 i believe uh tracks 2 through 8 after the song title in parentheses it says zopf as if like all of these songs are part of a suite called Zopf. But from their Wikipedia page, it seems like Zopf is not the name of a song suite. Zopf is a band with the members of the Penguin Cafe Orchestra, but also is it also ukulele maybe? I have no fucking clue what you're I talking have about. No idea. Sorry, I didn't
0: I didn't I didn't find that.
2: Okay, wait, wait, wait. All right, I I found it here. So tracks two through eight, meanwhile, were performed by the ensemble Zopf, which includes all four members of the quartet, as well as Neil Rennie on ukulele and Emily Young on vocals. Reissues from 1987 forward generally credit the artist as Penguin Cafe Orchestra. These later reissues have mistakenly listed pieces two through eight as if they were movements of a suite entitled Zopf. Instead of seven separate pieces performed by Zopf. Neil before Zopf. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this album is by Penguin Cafe Orchestra, but within this album is an EP by Zopf.
0: Okay. <laughs> is I
2: think what's happening. Is that what you're and trying Zopf, to tell Zopf me? is Penguin Cafe Orchestra plus two other members.
0: I okay. mean, if
1: Penguin Cafe Orchestra was the brainchild of a dude who is hallucinating after having food poisoning, why not? Why not? Why not? Why
0: not? Why not? I do think that the reviewer is, is right in thinking uh, in in saying that the first half of the album is uh, a bit of those what would, uh, what would you say melodic you
2: can tap your toe sni-
0: to it. Yes, yeah, snippets of pop folky instrumentations. They it, it it feels a bit different than the second half. Where is it,
2: milk on the first side? <laughs> milk's on the first side, yeah. Then yeah. what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> well, milk is by Zop, technically.
1: <laughs> it's it it's spelled M I L K. Can you say that again for me? Slower though.
2: Milk. Okay, cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I, I I didn't really like I I didn't feel a weird chop between side one side two as far as like what was going on in my head but I think that I'm just coming at this from a person who likes weird shit so it didn't like that I, I didn't feel as if like I was being like tugged in any direction this just seemed like an art project that I was into or a, 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 a musical art project I was into
2: same thing I, I also didn't necessarily get a big disconnect between the first two sides in fact uh Side two, track one, which is track nine of the album on, on like CD or streaming, uh, which is called, uh, let's see, The Sound of Someone You Love Who's Going Away and If It Doesn't Matter.
1: That's my favorite song on the record.
2: It's it's really good and it's really pretty. And it's it's really pretty in a traditional sense and until about the seven minute 20 mark where it starts to get really discordant and more impressionistic. But but, but before that, it, it's pretty straightforward, just like really pretty song. <laughs>
1: and I, this would also like milk would absolutely be done by the residents. This is a weird fucking song.
0: I found this interesting. It it's, it's weird that this book doesn't have classical music, but I understand that's digging. That's really digging a hole for yourself because when you say 1001 albums, it it just
2: classical is not necessarily in an album format.
0: True. Yeah. That, so it kind of defines, defies that album. Uh, yeah, but it's it, it presents classical music in a humorous unusual way. It's a Frank Zappa style of
1: yeah. rock
0: and roll but, but, but applied to classical music.
1: And Zappa definitely did more classical stuff like later on in his uh, his career and it was just as weird as this. Just why, why, why not just have a bunch of ring modulators on a dude's voice going, <laughs> well, why, why, why not? It, it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, fuck it, I, I love it, man. Like this is, this tickles me. <laughs> this is,
2: this is where I like to hang out. I think this album's a lot of fun. Yeah. In, in 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 a non-traditional way. You know, it's not fun like Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. It's it's it's, no, it's, no, it's a different know. it's a different kind of fun, yet still very fun, at yeah. least in my opinion.
0: Is it do you guys find it uh relative to a lot of the things that the Kraut Rock scene were doing? New and
2: uh, Absolutely.
0: Uh, I, okay. I, I, I see Can. those connections.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I was actually wrote down next to Pigtail um, that it reminds me of some of the the the, the Cometan melody stuff off of Audubon.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, yeah, like, absolutely. Like, it, it, there, there's a lot of crap rock that 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 I think they're taking some influence off of, like, for this record.
0: Yeah, I found it really interesting to his his sort of thesis on what the music should be, the different what would you say different houses or different rooms where this music would be taking place i don't know if you guys read uh, i'm sure you read not. about the, about the big f- no, did sorry I. the bad fish that he had i'll just read try and read the story real quick said 1972 this is a uh, Jeffries, of course in 1972 i was in the south of france i'd eaten some bad fish and was in consequence rather ill as i lay in bed i had a strange recurve "'Reoccurring vision. "'There before me was a concrete building "'like a hotel or council block. "'I could see into the rooms, "'each uh, which was continually scanned "'by an electric eye. "'In the room there were people, "'every one of them preoccupied. "'In one room a person was looking into a mirror "'and the other a couple were making love lovelessly. "'In a third a composer was listening to music "'through earphones. "'Around him there were banks of electronic equipment, "'but it was all silent.' Like everyone in his place, he had been uh, neutralized, he said, made gray and autonomous. The scene was, for me, uh, an order of, uh, the scene was one of ordered desolation, it is, was as if I was looking into a place which had no heart. So he, he sort of, uh, and that's when he came up with the idea to create a poem based around these things and started Penguin Cafe.
1: It sounds like he was living it up in the Hotel California. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no! Uh,
1: but I thought it w- that was... La Bamba is all I'm going to say right now to you, Birch, because we're listening to La Bamba on this record.
2: I believe we're listening to Giles Farnaby's... Or Farnaby's... Dream. Dream. Yeah. Which, uh, Rob, it's got those uh, twos against threes that I love. Oh, Yeah. I like a one Atua, a one a, two, a I'm I'm a fan. Love a good polyrhythm.
1: Me too, Birch. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Um, That's okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't read that far into the um, his thing. I just knew that like this whole idea for it came from like eating bad fish.
0: Yeah, and hallucinating. Uh, I just uh, I thought it was curious after listening to the album and then reading about that, thinking about if each it's as if. Yeah, it's as if you were in a hotel or a house and each door had a different band behind it. Like, what would that sound like? So it's the old
1: four, like a four rooms vignette.
0: Yeah. So you pull. So each one of these are connected in some way because of the players. But obviously there's a, this one sounds. Yeah. Like La Bamba in the previous one sounded like a a guy just mouthing words in milk. <sighs> So yeah. it's a re- it's a real David Lynch situation of <laughs> what's in the other room. I fucking
1: love it, man. It's, like
2: uh, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, like uh, th- this is this is
1: not. I I I had never heard of this band. Like I had never heard of of this in any way, shape, or form. And apparently, like one of the songs, like of their later stuff, has been used in like multiple movies and like television shows and previews and then that's the one that's all on a rubber band
0: yeah yeah I don't, I don't,
1: would i recognize it if i heard it
2: i don't know i didn't i haven't looked it up Bert, should you look it up
0: yeah you would recognize it
2: the stuff even on this album it's it's really cinematic
0: it yeah, is sure. yeah we were talking about wes anderson uh sorry mark mother's ball uh, in his sort of pieces which do remind me a bit of this kind of uh, whimsical it feels whimsical it feels kind of like uh the composer that did Amelie whose name is escaping me right now sort of taking these classical elements and and being very playful with them uh cheeky cheeky mm-hmm. yeah yeah you would you would uh recognize the the uh the song that is on This American Life um, from NPR. and uh, It's like
2: the theme or something?
0: Yeah. It used it on a radio and podcast, National Public Radio, as a bumper between pieces. It's telephone and, and rubber band.
2: I'd probably recognize it. I'll, I'll look it up after yeah. this. But I, yeah, I definitely I get Mother's Ball vibes from this. And I think we, we were chatting before we actually started recording this. Uh, especially that first song the penguin cafe single when the music kicks in i I was telling you guys i I wouldn't have been surprised had had uh the the lead singer of bell and sebastian just started singing like the the instrumentation and like the playfulness and almost the tweeness of it just it reminded me of like uh like the intro to like like an early 2000s bell and sebastian song or something
0: Yeah, and it has a very, you're you're right though, it has a very, I mean, a lot of classical music has a cinematic quality, but this, I think this has, this almost feels like a soundtrack. It almost feels like different sections of a a film or a play or, you know, something that you'd be constructing in your mind. It doesn't necessarily feel to me like so much like an album. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah a collection of impressions almost.
0: Yeah. Impressionistic is a really good term for this music too because it has it has very pretty melodies and very you know it's very musical but at the same time it just has sort of sound, soundscapes I guess is another word you could say. Um, someone like Eno is definitely interested in this and obviously this is on his uh, obscure <laughs> record label.
2: Started in our cans with uh the sound of someone you love who's going away and it uh, and it doesn't matter. And Rob, now I can't unhear try again. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh yeah. It, it it's like the same chord progression, like same timbre of the guitar.
0: That's that's yeah. probably why it sounded so familiar to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh god, I think I'm dying. Or whatever. Yeah, it's uh yeah. So good. So yeah. good. But yeah, also that and Illegal Smile. Um, like, it's like a perfect mashup between those two things. And I also thought like probably Billy Corgan uh, for the intro to Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness was probably like grabbing a little bit of like this idea.
2: I could idea. hear that. Yeah. I could hear that. Yeah.
1: Not, not, like, it doesn't have the lush strings or anything, but like it, it feels very similar to that as well. Mm-hmm um yeah man what a fucking cool thing i had never heard of apparently beforehand. we should
2: check out their next album apparently I,
1: yes apparently we should have listened to it first and i'm i i hope i'm not disappointed when i listen to it second
2: here we are like a bunch of chumps listening to their first album first <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh it is called penguin cafe orchestra so you should have known yeah should have and Self, uh apparently,
1: it just becomes Penguin Cafe after a certain point.
0: Yeah. Uh, they do have, you know, sort of limited. Uh, I, I found it interesting that their discography, I guess, studio album wise, it is pretty uh, small over a long period of time. You know, they played until 1997, but they only had five studio albums between this album and their, and their, uh, you know, when they stopped so well if I we go that, by sometimes
1: records that checks out yeah
0: that does check out <laughs> uh i did i did catch that uh simon uh Jeffries is it jeffy's uh, i don't know it's Jeffries, isn't it i've been saying Jeffries. Uh, i don't Jeffies, know I screw me what? but his son uh sort of picked back up the penguin cafe orchestra and so he's doing i saw a tiny desk concert with them, um, that happened a couple years ago. So you can probably still catch the penguin, uh, cafe orchestra. If we can ever go to see uh, concerts again, we and never not, will be able to, and we're so. not stuck in a basement right now.
2: Musicians just aren't a thing anymore.
0: No. What do you think? Hey, Rob? Uh, oh, l- sorry. Let's
2: do, let's do over under on, uh, or like jelly beans in a jar of, uh, How many members have been in Penguin Cafe Orchestra over the years? I just
0: checked. Oh. oh, You uh, know? I'm I'm going to say uh, over 25. Oh, yeah. I would say 30, 33.
2: Oh, birch on the
0: nose. Really? Yeah, 33. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah.
2: You get all the jelly beans in this jar. (laughs) Unfortunately, this is the jar. (laughs) it's <laughs> a
0: small jar
2: and it's 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 empty <laughs> yeah
0: you get, no, you get no you get
2: nothing there's no jelly beans in the small jar <laughs> birch i fucking love this record okay
1: so positive okay yeah total positive it, it will stay on the phone for a while at least yeah I, i'm i'm very surprised and I'm I'm very happy that it is now in my uh, my musical vernacular. And I, I've actually I uh, William uh, the uh, other fellow and uh, yeah, Bentron uh, other fellow in the band. Uh, I asked him about. It and he, and I mean, I was telling him what we were doing this week, and uh, this was one he had never heard. So I actually got oh. to recommend a, a record to someone who knows all the records. Yeah, it's rare to
2: be able to recommend a record to. William Bentone. Yeah.
1: yeah. He he had no idea. So, it's fucking cool. Positive.
2: I also I I really enjoyed this record and I'm glad that this project has has taken us on a journey like through krautrock, like through through Can, through through Faust, through Kraftwerk, through Eno and and this just it just seems it makes sense in the progression of of kind of that arm of music that this book is, is nicely paying attention to like, uh, uh, you know, the, it, it definitely has its gaps. Like we talk about like, you know, soul music in the mid sixties where, which seemed like it was really underrepresented when we were talking about a lot of psychedelic rock. But what does seem to be represented in this book is, is just this more, you know, Penguin Cafe is not, not kraut rock. But uh, just that that I, I wasn't that familiar other than cra- like a few Kraftwerk albums with that whole it's like the dark side of the music realm for me. Like I, I just not much sun had shined on it, like Tangerine Dream and, and, and all that stuff. And I feel very enriched being turned on to this stuff. And it's definitely stuff I'm going to come back to. Uh, I don't know if it's for everyone. It, it's for me. I, I really like it. Uh, I would recommend Penguin Cafe Orchestra.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm in the po- total positive. This stuff like Philip Glass and Minimalists and uh, Brian Enos uh, stuff. I just r- really resonate towards. And you're right. This does really lend itself to that uh, to Can and those other semi avant garde or avant garde bands that have a very unique sparsity to them. It's it's nice, too, to actually have something that is semi-classical because I, I think I've really been missing that in this project, in this book, because we just don't get very geared towards rock and roll or blues or what uh, what have you. And just having some string arrangements in here has is, is been pretty, probably, you know, made me enjoy it even more, I guess you'd say. Yeah. All right. Next time it we'll be. Ta-
2: we ne- oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, next time we'll be talking about uh, Jean-Michel Jarre and Oxygen. All right. Thanks Ooh. all.